The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. We are loved in the heart of the goddess. We are loved, we are loved, we are loved. What in your life needs to heal? Is it something in your body? Is it in your thoughts or your feelings? Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show with your host, Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you. Now, here is Dr. Susan Allison. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison, and I'm so glad you're here. I hope that you're doing very well. I don't know about you, but for several months, and actually maybe few years, actually, it's felt as if my life is on fast forward. So many changes and miracles have been happening one after another in my life. My trip to Germany this summer feels miraculous and illustrates what conscious evolution and the birth of a new humanity is all about. I met people from all over the world at the Children of Light Conference in Frankfurt and realized so deeply that we are all one people. We are one humanity with hearts opening more than ever in love and generosity. I sang and spoke at this conference and felt my heart reaching every heart in the audience. The love could be felt radiating everywhere and linking us in a universal embrace. My experience is being felt by many of us as we wake up to who we truly are. Our guest today, Barbara Marks Hubbard, will be talking about the awakening of humanity and referring to her latest book, Birth 2012 and Beyond, Humanity's Great Shift to the Age of Conscious Evolution. I know many of you, like me, are feeling this shift. Barbara Marks Hubbard is an evolutionary teacher, speaker, and author. She is perhaps best known for being placed in nomination for the vice presidency on the Democratic ticket in 1984. Since then, she's founded several evolutionary organizations, such as the Association of Global New Thought, the World Future Society, and the Foundation of Conscious Evolution. Barbara's written six books that communicate the new worldview of conscious evolution. And today, she'll be sharing from her latest work, Birth 2012 and Beyond, that presents a roadmap to creating a positive planetary shift. Barbara will be sharing her visionary experience that occurred in 1966 and how her vision is now coming true. She'll explain how we can shift from ego to essence, create social synergy, and activate the wheel of co-creation. She'll remind us that we are the first humans to be given the opportunity to participate in the conscious evolution of humanity. You will be given helpful tools to help you personally shift, to find and join with others, and participate in our planetary birth and emergence as a universal species. 
I have goosebumps just saying this, and for me, it always means something profound and true is being spoken. And I'm so honored to welcome Barbara Marks Hubbard. Hi, Barbara. I'm so happy you could be with us today. Thank you. Thank you. So, as I mentioned earlier, a pivotal event happened for you in 1966 when the universe responded to your question, what is our story? Could you share a bit of this vision with us? Yes. I asked a very good question. What is our story? What is happening now that is comparable to the story of the birth of Christ? Mm -hmm. The birth of Christ was a story that was told. A child was born, and everybody could understand it one way or the other. Yes. From the simplest to the the most comprehensive theologians. And so I felt there was some story that would be comparable to that, that we could tell, and if we knew it, it would change everything. Yes. When I asked that, I became like an astronaut all of a sudden, and I saw Earth as a living system, struggling to coordinate, really like a living body, running out of breath, heating up, the pain running through the whole nervous system, and suddenly the pain was so great, we stopped, and I found myself living through a few frames ahead in the movie of creation. We felt empathy throughout the whole body, like we do now, actually. If if there's a tsunami in Japan, we feel it in California. That's amazing. That's 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 very true. And then we felt that uh, spirituality uh, as, as an inner impulse of the divine, each in our own way, each in our own language. So Suddenly, the barriers of the different religions came down because the mystical experience was of spirit within. And then we, so that happened. I thought, I think of it as a planetary Pentecost. You know, we all were hearing it in our own language. Mm-hmm. And then came healing. Like when Jesus walked through a town, people were healed. What was that? It was an energy field. Mm-hmm. So when all of that happened, the last part of this flashing experience was what I would think of as the social innovations or organs of our new planetary body, like in health, education, new energy systems, new economic alternative currencies, all of that suddenly coordinated mm. like a planetary organism. If, if, if you can imagine all the yes. things that are now emerging actually being coordinated right this second, mm. you would see that we have the resources, technology, and know how to make it work. Mm-hmm. I had a personal experience of that on my, in a cellular level. And when that happened, along with the empathy and spirituality and healing, there was a, a shared mystical experience of oneness, wholeness, goodness. We're being born as a universal humanity. And I got an inner, inner words. Mm-hmm. Our crisis is a birth. Wow. What, you meant, what Christ and all the great avatars came to earth to tell us is we're one, we're whole, we're good, we're being born as a That's co-evolving, right. co-creative humanity. Go tell the story, Barbara. So I not only had a vision, I had a vocation. Absolutely. <laughs> I love the part when you talk to your son. It was so sweet in the book, you know, and he was so supportive that, you know, for you to, yes, you must do this, Mama. This is what mothers are for. They're, they're to create the future. 
It's so true. It's so yeah. true. I see it. I just had a, a granddaughter born, so I'm, I'm feeling this so intensely today, what you're yeah. talking about. And, you know, here we are, Barbara, 40 years later. And the vision's coming true, as you say in the book. And can you start by talking about the idea of chaos or a tipping point being kind of the the start? Yes, it's a really brilliant observation. And there's a a very good description of it in Irvin Laszlo's book, Chaos Point 2012. I'll just read this to you. It's a few lines. A chaos point is the critical tipping point in the evolution of a system in which trends that have brought the system to its present state of breakdown, can no, and it can no longer return to its prior states. So it tries to go back. You know, it gets reactionary. Mm-hmm. When it can't go back, we see it in politics, we see it in religion today, it is launched irreversibly on a new trajectory mm-hmm. that leads either to breakdown or breakthrough to a new structure and a new mode of operation. The chaos point we're in right now is one is far from equilibrium. Mm-hmm. So it's unstable. So the system may try to react and to stabilize itself to go back. But since it cannot, because evolution is always moving on, yes. what's happening is that we're seeking out new patterns. And there are innovations and creative solutions everywhere. But the pattern of the whole is not yet visible. Mm-hmm. And what I feel... My contribution is right here is to develop a pattern of the whole. Yes. Both the evolutionary story of the, you know, the deep time past, but then the present seen as a whole system shift towards um, the next stage of evolution, which mm-hmm. isn't just even solving all the problems. It's evolving. Yes. And some of them will never be solved. They'll just be dissolved. Yes. Thank you know, goodness. Like maybe we didn't solve the problems of Neanderthal. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we became Homo sapiens. <laughs> and That's very true. I, I mean, my intuition is that we're not going to solve the problems of self-centered humans by shifting more power around in different ways. We're solving the problem by evolving. That's right. Into a more co-creative universal human and into humans that are inventing things of an order of magnitude that are already solving the problems. See, so I want to make the invisible visible. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's all happening. See, it's not like we're saying, let's make the world work or let's make sure that we can solve this or that. Let's just say to make visible and connected what's emerging. Exactly true. Yeah. Exactly right. You know, another part of your vision you call global coherence, and you were starting to talk a bit about that. Can you say more about what you say in the book about global, global coherence? <clears throat> yes. Coherence is a very key word in a body because if one of the, if the parts do not operate coherently, the body can die. It gets ill and dies. So planetary, we're very incoherent now because we have different uh, peop- uh, different systems, top-down systems that are competitive with each other. And mm-hmm. that's incoherent and cannot solve any of the problems. The coherence seems to be happening among people in groups who are already sensitive to what's emerging. 
Mm-hmm. It's like the people you saw in Frankfurt. Yes. You know, who was making them enjoy the singing? Who, who was opening their heart and forcing them to love each other? See, it's, it's innate. Yes. And what I'm saying and believing is that there are enough people in whom this is already innate. That's right. And it's cultivated in different cultures and different languages, but it is the one experience there, and that is our hope. Oh, I so agree. It's, you know, in the talk I gave on, sun- on Sunday this summer, I, I remember saying, we aren't speaking German, we aren't speaking English, we're speaking the language of the heart. And that language, you know, it's like people would just come up to me and just put their hands over their hearts and just nod their heads. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, there you are. That's the, that's the feeling. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. So um, we have uh, to take a break. And uh, we will be right back with Barbara Marks Hubbard and her new book, Birth 2012 and Beyond. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Healer Show. And I have Barbara Marks Hubbard here, and I'm thrilled to have her here on the show. We've been talking about her book, Birth 2012 and Beyond, Humanity's Great Shift to the Age of Conscious Evolution. And before the break, we were uh, talking about this pivotal event that happened to Barbara in 1966, how she's seeing this vision birth itself 40 years later, and she's been talking about global coherence. So... You know, Barbara, I wanted to ask a question as a therapist. You know, I was interested in this part where you talk about depression 
you know, being actually a positive signal that we're beginning to shift. And I wonder if you could say something about that. Yes, in in many cases, certainly in my own case, when I felt that early depression after my five children, you know, and I thought, oh my God, I love my children, I love my husband, but there's something more. Mm -hmm. And thinking that was neurotic, I got depressed Mm -hmm. about myself and what's wrong with me. And gradually I learned through Abraham Maslow and uh, Jonas Salk and other people that I met that it wasn't what was wrong about me. It was what was longing to be expressed from me. Not knowing that that depression was a signal of expression. If I hadn't, if I hadn't gone on and searched like that, I could have stayed depressed and, and worse. But because somehow this is the impulse that everyone, that I would share with everyone when you are depressed, say, oh, what in me wants to be expressed? Mm. And what you have to do then is tune in to whatever that impulse is, even if it doesn't seem logical or reasonable or useful or doable. Don't, don't doubt it. Just let it come through and take small steps toward it. It doesn't mean you have to abandon everything and try to jump into, uh, you know, another river. Just simply say, oh, I'll call so-and-so, mm-hmm. or I'll, I'll go to that place, or maybe I'll take that class, or I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, do, I'll write this book, or I'll do... So you have to say yes to the impulse. Mm-hmm. And when you're depressed, it's often easy to to get so blurred in your courage mm-hmm. that you're not willing to say yes to anything. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy then to take uh, different substances to, to, to mask it. Yep. And, of course, we're just a nation on pills here. Oh, so true. It just, it's one of my pee, pet peeves. <laughs> so a nation on pills yep. is not going to really tune in. Uh, you know, or substances of various kinds, or alcohol, or pornography, or I mean, the entire industry is based on o- avoiding depression. <laughs> That's right. It's about numbing, <laughs> numbing, and and then substituting inadequate stimuli. Whereas the, the ninety times out of a hundred, I mean, this I'm not speaking as a professional therapist, but just as an intuitive evolutionary, is that that nature gives you these challenges often to activate you. That's right. I mean, I'm having a very interesting challenge right now. I'll just tell you briefly. It's called macular degeneration. And I had it about 15 years ago. It's an age-related loss of vision. And, of course, I'm 82. Well, what I got about 15 years ago was, Barbara, you lose your vision when you reduce it to trying to be too useful. Mm. Because my particular gift is being a visionary. So I, for all these years, was doing my best, but I have to admit I was reducing it to be useful, which isn't bad. But just recently it really acted up and, and got quite serious. And I, I, got, I asked again, you know, to ask within. And the answer was, what, you have to state clearly the vision that you see. Mm. Wow. And when you do that, it makes your heart leap with joy. And when your heart leaps with joy, the healing energies come in. That's right. 
And it, so do what makes your heart leap with joy. That's a phrase from Robert Frost. Yes. And whatever it is for you, and in mine, it's communicating a vision. Mm-hmm. And what's really what I say is blessed about this particular journey I've been on is that no matter what I was going through, I kept doing it because it was greater joy to me to express that vision of a planetary birth and awakening of humanity than it was to do anything else in the world. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. And I also love, I want to acknowledge you for really listening to your body. And I'm always saying this to my listeners. I wrote a book uh, called Empowered Healer, mm-hmm. Gain the Confidence, Power, and Ability to Heal Yourself. And I think I may have even sent it to your assistant, but if I didn't, I'll send it to you. But you're doing just intuitively, since you are so intuitive, you're really listening to what your eyes are telling you what the you know what the message is uh, beyond the physical um, manifestation of it. Yeah, exactly. And I've been reading Teilhard de Chardin, who's one of the great inspirations in my life, and he has mm-hmm. this phrase: "Seeing is everything." Mm. He says, "I want people to see what I see." Mm. So I realize, for me, I'm a seer. I'm always saying, "Oh, I see." Yes. Some people will say, oh, I feel, or I know, or I understand, or, but I always say, I see. Like the birth, mm-hmm. the planetary birth experience, I saw it. Yes, you did. As well as being in it. It's a combination mm-hmm. of being in what you're seeing and seeing it so that it becomes visible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, that's my particular pattern here. Mm-hmm. And so I just got, because of this, I, um, problem really acting up at the very moment when the vision is coming into form mm-hmm. and things that were happening to me was I get confused as like who's going to do this how will I get funded then for yep. I got way down in the mm-hmm. in the how tos yes and got really confused and this is where my morning meditations are so important mm-hmm. it just simply was say what you see yep yep. And see, sometimes something acts up in our body. It's just trying to get us to pay attention and then get back on track. People don't, first of all, nobody's looking to you to be a good organizer or businesswoman anyway. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You know, you have to stay with what what is your joy and what it is you're meant to do here. And, And there's so many people good at so many different things that each person really has to say and express however they can, what gives their heart, makes their heart leap with joy mm-hmm. in agree. the most wonderful and helpful way they can. You know, I mean, even like me with my five children, okay, I had to go tell my children that their mother had to go tell this story. And, and my little son, Wade, as you know, he put his arms around me and said, Mom, we know you love us and you're a pioneer. You're doing what mothers are meant to do. And we'll come too. Oh, I was a nine-year-old. I know. I loved that part of the book. I loved it. And you know, you just mentioned uh, your daily meditation, and that was kind of the next thing I wanted to talk about because you talk about okay, someone's depressed, and this is really a birthing that's trying to come forward. And then you say um, it's very important to go and enter the inner sanctuary and talk about that a little bit for our listeners. Well, this comes from my book, Emergence: uh, The mm-hmm. Shift from Ego to Essence. 
And the practice is that you create an inner sanctuary, a safe space for your meditation and make it just really as safe as possible. I mean, in my case, I almost put a white light around myself so that nothing of my uh, local self and my to-do list and all of that can penetrate for the moment, which is mm-hmm. saying a lot. And then what you do in there is you put your attention on the highest experience you have of the higher self, the spirit self, the Christ self, however you feel it. Just your attention on the feeling. Mm-hmm. And for me, what happened was that higher self that I had projected outside and written You know, in my journal, I felt I was getting higher guidance. But by putting my attention on it, it actually vibrationally came in. Mm -hmm. It shifted the vibrational field within my own body-mind until this local self that is always trying to get the job done, trying to make it work, that little self relaxed Mm -hmm. and actually sort of came in to the inner sanctuary. Mm. and was able to feel the presence of its own essence. Beautiful. Until gradually that local self released its sense of separation mm-hmm. from its own essence. You see, that yes. is the illusion of separateness that has been the terrible um, affliction of humanity. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And the, you see, the reason we can do it fast is an illusion. That's you, right. You can't grow a tree overnight. You can't, you know, uh, change an, uh, an ecology overnight. But you can get rid of an illusion instantaneously. That's right. And I was able to get rid of an illusion that my local self was out there trying to do it, guided by some higher presence, but separated from it. Now, that's an illusion. Mm-hmm. And, but the practice of uh, emergence, the shift from ego to essence, which we're also teaching on the Shift Network, is a practice of very simple morning meditation. And then in the book Emergence, there are 10 steps. I'm calling it the birth of the universal human. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you say, I am willing to bring that higher power inside me as me, I'm not going to project it outside myself, even though it may be there are many things outside myself, but if I can't take it in and be that, no matter how many wonderful people and masters and teachers I have, it's not going to be mm-hmm. it. That's right. <laughs> so when you do that, I call that your, your great decision to be born. Mm. And then the, you go through infancy because it's hard to remember who you are. And then you go through childhood and youth, and you might even be approaching adulthood. (laughs) But there are very few of us approaching adulthood (gasps) as a universal human, because that means you're full incarnation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Embodiment of the whole spectrum of selves. That's right. That's right. And um, I love what you say about, you know, that, it is an illusion. It's not true that we're separate and that we are one and that whole concept of co-creation from creature to realize we're, we are co-creators. And we're going to need to take a break, but I want to talk more about that when we come back with Barbara okay. Mark Subbard. Okay. Thank you.
visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. hands of the goddess we are held we are held we are held you are tuned in to the empowered healer show with dr susan allison if you wish to speak to dr allison or her guests this week please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 5795 or you can send an email to the empowered healer at comcast.net now back to the program welcome back everyone to the empowered healer show i'm dr susan allison and i am thrilled to have barbara marks hubbard author of birth 2012 and beyond here on the show today <clears throat> to clear my throat excuse me and we've been talking uh, about everything in terms of conscious evolution it's fabulous but I wanted to ask about the importance of synchronicity. During the break, we were just talking about synchronicity and um, it's important you know, to recognize it, and I'd love to know how people can increase it. Well, I think of synchronicity as a sort of superficial word of saying there's a deeper design of creation at work. And what I've discovered is that the deeper you go into following your own inner compass of joy and your inner vocation of destiny, that is to say, doing what you're born to do, the more often synchronicity occurs because you have tuned in more deeply to the design as it's expressing through you. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're not doing anything that works and you're not paying attention to your inner signals, it's hard. you have fewer synchronicities. You feel isolated and you get stuck and you don't know what you want. But if you're saying yes to that inner impulse, I trust that that inner impulse in every one of us is part of a larger design of inner impulses, like in a body. And you might be, uh, take the imaginal cell, you might be a little imaginal cell, you're building an antenna. (laughs) (laughs) You've never seen the wing. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, you get further along with your antenna, and suddenly you find, oh, there's an eye, there's a wing, there's a this, there's a that. And you say, oh, what synchronicity? Because I really needed that wing or that eye. But actually, you're already part of a body. Yes. So that may be a little exaggerated, but I do believe that there is a pattern 
that connects us all, and you get to feel and experience the pattern the more you're tuned into your part of the pattern. Mm-hmm. That's really sort of uh, simplistic, but I, I think synchronicity is the actual, um, Irvin Laszlo's new book calls it the Akashic paradigm, that the universe itself is coherent. The universe is, it, 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 at the quantum level is non-local, interconnected and intertangled, and even uh, has a form of simultaneity. Mm-hmm. So at that quantum level... It's already so, and I, and I find that when I am saying yes to the deeper impulse, that impulse is embedded in the quantum field. Absolutely, absolutely. And then the co-creation is happening. And uh, you mentioned joy earlier, and I see joy. You know, it's like I have so much joy bubbling up because uh-huh. I have said yes to the universe and said yes to what it is I feel is my soul's purpose. Uh-huh. And and then, then I'm just... You know, you, synchronicities are happening, happening, happening. I mean, it's like, I'm, it feels it's lined up. That's the key. So the synchronicities are really your discovery of your part in the larger pattern. So the people that you're attracting are also following their impulse. And here's another wonderful phrase. Everything that rises converges. Mm-hmm. So what we're dealing with here is the convergence of what's arising. Mm, that's so true. I love that phrase. So, why are, you know, you say that we're the first humans to be able to consciously evolve. Can you say more about that? Yes. We're the first humans, first species on this earth to know we can render our own self extinct by our own actions. Mm, Boy. Therefore, Mm. we're the first species that has to awaken to the fact that it can be conscious of its destructive tendency and also conscious of its constructive tendencies to evolve. And therefore, you start entering this, this period of evolution by choice, not chance. And the more you awaken to the crises, the more you have to awaken to your choices. <laughs> because, you know, in crises precede transformation. In evolution, they are definitely evolutionary drivers. So we've got enough crises to be awakening enough of us now. Mm-hmm. And so that's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you say in your book, in, we have a, there's a choice here. And, you know, Bill Gladstone talks about it also in uh, the beginning of the Golden Motorcycle Gang in terms of, you know, there's a choice here for, for humanity. It's not, it's not totally a given that we are going to create this humanitarian and, um, you know, just a beautiful planet. There is a choice here, and he just hopes that we make the right choice. Right. And so when you say it in a big block like that, sometimes it's overwhelming. You know, how am I, I going to make a choice about global warming? I make a choice, yes, maybe I will do small things about it, but it doesn't ever seem enough. Mm-hmm. So the, the way you say that to yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm teaching my class of Agents for Conscious Evolution, which I think is the best class now around that could possibly help people activate their own inner agency of conscious evolution. And you can get it on birth2012.com. Mm-hmm. I, that it, uh, what, I'm dis- what I'm finding is 
that when you're saying yes to that impulse within you that is your deep vocational call, you get vocational arousal. And vocational arousal is like sexual attraction at the next level. It makes you attracted to people that you might co-create with. Mm-hmm. And so you start moving into a whole different life pattern. It's not like I'm single-handedly going to deal with climate change. But mm-hmm. I am going to be whatever it is that my calling is. And so let's say I'm an environmentalist and I have a calling about this. So then I'm reaching out to other people who have this calling. And then we're connecting, and then we're seeing we're part of others and others and others. So the pattern of how to be concerned about something isn't a single issue where you all by yourself now are going to do this, mm-hmm. because obviously you're not anyway. And, uh, but the, the, I think that nature put the joy into co-creating just like she did into procreating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, to have had enough children to populate the earth with every child being an enormous effort. Well, it clearly was patterned in us, in our hormones, to reproduce the species. But now that we have 7 billion and one more doubling, we'd all die. So the hormonal shift, particularly inside women, is more from procreation toward co-creation, particularly from 50, 60, 70, 80, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Instead of fading away, we seem to be increasing in vitality. I think it's true. The older women, I think, are the closest to the emerging species, along with the really young. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely right. You know, because I'm in my 60s, and it's like I'm just blossoming. And it's yeah. like there's like a fruition happening in terms yeah. of, of being in the world. And I, and I hear that in your voice, and I see it in your vision and everything you've done, Barbara, that, that you also are, um, are, the, are in, the, in this beautiful blossoming. It's true. And so that you, you actually are no longer age-specific. Mm-hmm. I find that I don't have any age that that I relate to, and I don't feel younger. I feel evolving. I feel emergent. I feel embodying. I feel co-creative. Um, and so it's, it's actually, I believe, an evolution of the species is going on here. I completely agree with you. And I wanted to ask, just because I always love this on my show, is to have you share with listeners some of the things that they could start doing right now, that they could start in their own lives, um, you know, to do right after the show. Well, they could do two things. One, they could put their hand on their heart, breathe, and, and feel what you appreciate, and that that flood through your nervous system. That's a heart math technique, and you can do mm-hmm. that right away. And the second thing you can do is put your attention on your highest inspiration, your highest moments of spiritual illumination, whatever they are, mm-hmm. and just in your meditation, put your attention on them and let it come into your heart. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now. And you'll feel the, the vibrational frequency of your body change. And if you combine that with the heart uh, appreciation, you will be changed. Mm-hmm. It's quite easy. Mm-hmm. Good. 
Um, you know, you mentioned heart math, Barbara. And, yeah. uh, and I had Deborah Rosman on my show um, a while back, and um, heart math is right here in the town in which I live. And so I love their techniques, um, you know, that they uh, have several techniques for connecting in our hearts, and you, you do include that in your book. So I wanted to tell listeners that. Yes, yes, I do. That and the global coherence, which is uh, part of heart math, and then the ego to essence, which is uh, one of the things that uh, I'm teaching with Patricia Ellsberg, that is uh, now really part of the agents of conscious evolution repertoire, you know, because we're also very creative. And I think that... Talk this over with, with Debbie Rosman is that the heart appreciation goes first and the creativity comes immediately upon that mm-hmm. because the essence of your being is creative. And if you don't have some way of expressing that creativity, mm-hmm. you will get depressed. I completely agree. So, so the heart is, a, is the first step. Because it tunes you up and it gives you the field. But the expression of your unique uh, love and creativity then starts evolving you. That's right. changing your whole body-mind. That's absolutely right. You know, so there is this tuning in, uh, as you, this going within that you talked about earlier in terms of your sanctuary. There's the going into the heart. There's the connecting, you know, with your highest, the highest of all that is. And then from that birthing this, this creative impulse that's, and you say this in, um, the Golden Motorcycle Gang, but, you know, what is it that, what is it that you only you can do? You know, what is it that is your your particular calling? Right. And I love I love how you express that uh, also mm-hmm. in that in that book. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. I mean, and the nice thing about it, it really is simple and it works. Mm-hmm. And what right. we're finding in teaching ego to essence is that when people start getting in touch with their unique essential self. It's very different than some traditions, which is completely getting rid of self. This one is the embodiment of the higher self, which is, for every person, unique and exquisitely beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And creative. And and so this is the path of the co-creator. Absolutely. Beautifully put. And we we do need to take another break. We'll be right back with Barbara Marks Hubbard. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. 
Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Healer Show. And we're having a fascinating discussion with Barbara Marks Hubbard, author of Birth 2012 and Beyond. And Barbara, I want you to, before uh, the show closes, I want you to tell people how they can get your book, how they can connect with you and uh, join some of your groups. Well, they can go to birth2012.com and they'll find out all about Birth 2012. They can order the book. They will find out about the Agents of Conscious Evolution training and other things that are happening. They'll find out how to form a hub, which is a small group that would like to participate in the planetary birth, and there are many forming in different parts of the world. So I would love for people to do that, and I'm particularly... Um, yearning for people to sign up for the ACE program, Agents of Conscious Evolution. That's, it's a 12 week ongoing process of tuning into the whole story of creation and going on the inner part of that story as your own subjective impulse to evolve. And then how do we create a greater society? How do we find our vocations and connect with each other so that we can, we can move towards a co-creative society? Mm-hmm, exactly. And all the way on up to the celebration of a planetary shift together. It's, it's really wonderful. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely signing up after our uh, interview. Thank I just, you. I, I love this idea of forming a hub and um, connecting with other people. And, you know, right on the heels of that, I want to ask you about this global birthday party that you're planning, Barbara. Well, it's going to be a day-long event. We call it Day One on December 22, 2012. And it exists... Right after December 21st, which is being considered the end of a cycle mm-hmm. and also overly dramatized as the end of the world and all of that. Yes. But it's very clear to me that my prophecy is after the 21st will come the 22nd. And so the 22nd is being celebrated as by what's being born through us, what's innovative, what's creative, what's loving, such that we can celebrate the, the birth of a new era of evolution. Mm-hmm and see that as the beginning of the planetary emergence of a more planetary civilization and a universal humanity. So that's what we're doing, and it'll have a lot of people forming hubs, calling in. I see a beautiful multimedia story of creation that I want to have produced 
It'd be just like a sound and light show that shows we came from the infinite, from the mind of God, on the way on up through this wheel of co-creation with all people and projects that are working, just to show the emerging world in our midst right now. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Is there actually uh, going to be a live party? Well, there are many. Uh, what we're what we're doing is we're tuning into many live mm-hmm. parties on a global scale, mm-hmm. and so there will be yes, there will be live parties. But there's not just one live party, sort of yeah. like the millennium in that sense. Yeah. There wasn't one live millennium. There was it was a yeah. it was a global event that was covered, and so it will have a global multimedia coverage of many mm. live events. Beautiful, wonderful, mm-hmm. how exciting. Mm-hmm. Really exciting, and I also love in the, towards the end of your book that there's you know this it's not just the event on the twenty second, but people can begin in you know this hopefully began in the summer with the summer of peace, the autumn of abundance, yeah, and um, to really be you know cleaning cleaning their own house inside them and opening up to and expanding and so on. Yes, definitely. So I love that. So can you suggest some organizations that listeners can join, ways that they can be part of this birthing of humanity? Well, the first thing that they should definitely do is go to birth2012.com and form a hub mm-hmm. and become part of the process of giving birth to what's creative in you right now. Mm-hmm. There's no other organization in the world doing that. We're doing that. Then I think that the... Uh, Heart Math and the Global Coherence Care Room is very good mm-hmm. for tuning in to the heart. Yes. And those are the two things that I would recommend right now. Yeah, and you know, you have several um, Shift Network allies in, in your book. You have um, the Vistar Foundation that you talk about. Well, the, yes, the Vistar Foundation is helping us form hubs and circles. Okay. So when you form a circle or a hub, you'll have a monthly call that the Vistar Foundation is putting on for people who um, want to do that. So you, you're not alone when you're doing it. And you also, we have a monthly in-gathering call for all my students. And we have hub calls for anybody anywhere. What, they don't have to join anything or pay anything. Just form a neighborhood hub and then put yourself on the map on Birth 2012 and say what you want, what you, you are creating. So it's sort of like Earth Day. You know, Birth Day is like Earth, it's the next step after Earth Day. What is, what is Earth giving birth to? Mm-hmm. Mother Earth is giving birth to a co-creative species. That's what I think. I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. You know, and the other thing that I love, which you mentioned earlier in the show, and I hope listeners um, were hearing this, is that we're not alone. You know, that this huge myth, this huge illusion that we're separate, uh, separate from God, we're separate from others, that we're alone somehow, um, that is really shifting. That, that's totally shifting, exactly. Yeah. And it's really beautiful. And, and if you'd like to, uh, let me, I'll, I'll post on my uh, website, evolve.org, this interview so that people can hear it. Mm, I'd love that. So evolve.org. Yes, yeah, evolve.org. So we could post this interview and we can also post it on Birth 2012 and refer people to you. 
Well, I would love that. Um, and, you know, it's, um, again, this whole co-creation and this connection with one another um, is, it's just like, you know, ripples. You know, I just see it like we're, you know, there's this little throwing into the pond and then ripple and ripple and ripple and ripple all the way out. Okay, if you send this information to jane at evolve.org, she will post it. Okay, great. I will do that. jane at evolve.org. Okay, got it. And okay. Yeah, and also, Barbara, is there anything before we close, anything that you'd like to say to our listeners? It's been a phenomenal interview. I've loved every moment. Well, I'd like to say that they should um, tune in to their deepest heart's desire and say yes. Mm. <laughs> I love that. I think that's perfect. It's perfect. You know what happened to me? I was at the county fair in September, you know, in like, I don't know, months ago. And uh, someone asked me what my my goal was, and it, uh-huh. it pop, popped out, I want to help the entire planet heal. Yes. And I said yes to the universe, and I can't tell you, everything has been like like so fast since I said that. Everything's been happening. Yeah, so I want them to tune in, say yes, and say it out loud to somebody. Great idea. Don't just say it to yourself. <laughs> say yes. To, out loud to somebody so that's beautiful so and then you thank have you. to say yep. what you're saying yes to absolutely so that means you have to visualize it and express it and communicate it beautiful perfect so listeners can do that so thank you thank you barbara uh for my for my deepest heart for being on the show and for being such an inspiration and mentor for me and for millions of others Thank you, thank you. Tell me your 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 name and just so I can have that down. It's uh, Susan Allison, Doctor Susan Allison. Okay, and, and so you, I'll be in touch. Thank you, Susan. Okay, it was wonderful. Thank you so much. Barbara. All right, bye bye, bye bye. And of course, thank you, all my listeners, for being here. For without you, there'd be no Empowered Healer Show, and it would be so lonely just talking to myself, if not crazy making. So thank you all for being here. Next week, we have Dr. Joe Dispensa to inspire us even more. And how can we stand all this enlightenment? It's, it's too much, but not really. I'm just teasing you. So until then, this is Dr. Susan Allison sending you many blessings. Thank you again for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are held in the arms of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.